You're listening to a C3 Victory podcast. To find out more, visit us online at c3victory.org.au. But heartbroken this morning. Do you know, I didn't even know that it was 47. I turned it off. Christina's like, why are you turning it off? I was like, I had enough. I had enough. Like the All Blacks, right? People look up to them like they're machines, like they're not even human. Then last night I saw humanity come out of them. I'm like, what are you doing? It has been 18 years. Thank you very much. And uh, just another thing is that we're just getting all of our bad games out of the way so that when September, October rolls around for the Rugby World Cup, that we'll be able to hold victory for the third year in a row. I can speak a big game. I just hope that they follow through. So I'll be praying just like Pastor Nate prays every day for the All Blacks. But it's good. So if I do preach a little bit off, you know why. <laughs> Come on, it's good to be in church this morning, isn't it? Good to be together. Good to have some fun, right? We're a church that has fun. And, uh, and I love that, uh, that introduction of just, uh, you know, bagging me out, you know? You know, if you can't, you know... I'm, I'm a person who gives it. And if I can't take it, there's no right that I should be able to give it, you know? So uh, it's all good, you know? One game, I'm good. It's, we're, back on, we're back on New Zealand soil next Saturday, uh, Mount Eden Park, and, uh, and just, uh, just a whole stadium full of New Zealanders because we, we don't let Australians come into New Zealand. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on. Man, how cold was it this morning? I felt like I was back in New Zealand. Man, it's like winter like has been lying to us all winter. It's like the first time it's actually been cold. Anyway. Anyway, I digress. I do this. Who's pumped to be in this series called More? Freedom. A series on freedom. And uh, man, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to it. Like already, uh, you know, just even last week was amazing. But I'm, I'm excited to see what God does in my life with this whole series of freedom because we all, we all know that we still need freedom, like, right? We, we can't get to, we're not at the place of perfection yet, right? So God is still moving us into a place of freedom in areas of our life. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited to see what God does in this series in our church. You know, for you guys individually, for us as a church together, I'm excited to see what, what God is going to do uh, for, this, for this series. And, uh, you know, we had an incredible day last Sunday launching this series with a, an encounter service. Uh, both at Central and here, 
and uh, yo, Pastor Nate, I was, I was at Central with Pastor Nate having a great service, and I heard that you guys had an amazing uh, service here last week as well. And, uh, you know, another thing as well is that, uh, you know, our level of visions and prophetic words uh, are just going to the next level. Like, they're just going to another level. And it's not just, it's not just us pastors who are getting these visions and, and, and prophetic words for our church and for people, but it's actually you guys. It's you guys getting these, these visions and prophetic words. And I love that the Holy Spirit, uh, you know, doesn't just use, you know, people with titles or, or people on the platform, but He uses everyone. You know, He uses, uh, he uses the young, He uses our kids, He uses our youth, uh, but He also uses the, the mature in the faith. Uh, and, and I'm just so pumped that the Holy Spirit works like that. Uh, because we are a family that does this together, uh, and, and we, you know, you guys have incredible words for our church, and we're just going to a whole new level in that. And uh, and I'm just so I'm, I'm pumped about that. It's good. And uh, but this morning, this morning as I warm up, man, can't stop shivering. This morning as we uh, as we go into the series of freedom, uh, we talk we're talking about how freedom is a process. Freedom is a process. And so if you're taking notes this morning, uh, you can call this message the freedom journey. The freedom journey. And so if there's a, a, a process of freedom, that means that freedom isn't just a one-off event, right? I know that the Holy Spirit can work off one-off events and because He's amazing like that. He's, he's incredible. Uh, but what I've found in my life is that I usually go through a journey of freedom. I go through a process of freedom. And, and John 8, 32 says, Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So the process of freedom isn't about the event, but it's about becoming who we are in Christ. Becoming who we are in Christ. It's the, the journey. The more we understand who we are in Christ, the more we understand that our freedom is going to be a journey that we go on with Christ. Every year, Christina and I, with a bunch of the whole uh, pastors in our church, we go to the Gold Coast for our C3 National Conference. Great place, awesome, great time of just leadership input, and it's amazing, and uh, you know, we hang out together, we have dinner and everything. And the last couple of years, Christina and I have, uh, we've driven up. We've driven up because we, uh, you know, I used to live there. Christina used to live there for a little bit. And, you know, so we've got friends there. We've got, you know, we've got people that we call family there. And, and so we hang around afterwards and it's just easier with our own car. We don't have to hire one, all the, you know, admin and all that stuff. And, and so we just drive up and it takes about eight hours uh, depending on how fast I set the cruise control to. Uh, it takes about eight hours to get to our destination. And, uh, and so we have to drive up because, believe it or not, I haven't mastered the skill of Dr. Strange where he just does this. <laughs> and he steps right into the destination of where he wants to go to, right? I love Marvel. But we have to drive. 
So we have to go on this eight-hour journey of driving, and it becomes this journey. And on the journey, I might get, uh, and the last couple of years, Christina has decided that she is going to get car sick now, and she can't drive, she can't be a passenger for that long, so I have to be a passenger for eight years, uh, for eight years, gosh, <laughs> Woo! wow, for eight hours and so, uh, and, and, uh, and so I might get a little bit hungry. And, and, and when there's no Maccas just on the side of the road because it's just uh, countryside for like three hours straight, I get a little bit hangry. And, and, and so I need to stop and refuel my body with food, right? But then also, obviously, our car's not magic, and so we need to refuel our car with petrol. And, and, and sometimes, you know, depending on, you know, uh, you know, we did one one time when we're coming down from uh, the Gold Coast to Presence. We did it like from nine o'clock to eight o'clock in the morning. Uh, very stupid, but uh, you know, sometimes if you get tired, you have to have a nap because you should never drive tired. I drove tired one time in New Zealand, and I crashed. It wasn't fun. That's a whole different story. I was driving for, uh, for uh, the Amazing Race producer, and that was not good, but it was a funny story to tell afterwards. <laughs> and I'm alive, so it's all good. So getting freedom is kind of the same, right? Getting freedom, it's a, it's a journey. We know the destination, right? We know where we want to get freedom to. We know the destination, uh, but it may take a while to get there. We need to be refueled spiritually. We will need to take our time and believe it or not, we may and we might and we probably need to let Jesus take the wheel. I just found out I thought it was funny. Jesus take the wheel. Anyway, I'll be serious from now on. I'll try, I'll try. But what we, re- what we need to remember is that freedom isn't just about being free from, right? It's not being about just, just free from, but it's about being free to. Right. Yep. Be free from to free to. In 2 Corinthians 3, 17 to 18, it says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Come on. Verse 18. And we who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory and are being transformed into His likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. I love this verse. You know, when you, when, when you read the Bible and you just like, you skim over verses and then just one day a verse just pops out and you sit with Pastor Keith and he just brings all this stuff out and it's amazing. That happened to me this week. But I love it. Like I love I love the Word. I love the, the, what God has said in His message in the, in the Bible. And, and there are three things that you know, I, I took away from uh, this, these two scriptures, these two verses. And the first thing is that freedom is ours. Simple, right? Freedom is ours. John 14, 26. This is Jesus speaking. It's in red. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. So just before Jesus fulfills the the will of the Father, He's hanging out with the disciples, He's hanging out with His crew, He's having a feed, uh, and he, He goes to the disciples, and I'm not fully leaving you. Like, 
I'm leaving you. I've, I've got to do my thing, but I'm going to leave the Holy Spirit. I'm going to leave the advocate. I'm going to leave the help. I'm going to leave the counselor so that you will never be alone. And then in 1 Corinthians uh, 3, uh, 16, Paul tells us or, or reminds us, and he says, don't you realize that all of you together are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God lives in you. So you got Jesus saying that He's going to leave the Holy Spirit. And then you got Paul reminding us that the Holy Spirit lives in us. And then you got Paul saying again in this, in 2 Corinthians 3, 17, it says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit is, there is freedom. I'm done. I'm, I'm wrapped up. The Lord is the Spirit, lives in us, and there is freedom. How good is that? Freedom is ours. We have the Spirit of the Lord living in us. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. The second thing I got was is that freedom is a process. And this is kind of like the crux of the message. And I'm going to talk about some other stuff. But freedom is a process. Transparency to transformation. Transparency of ourselves to transformation of what God wants to do. The Holy Spirit is always, always reshaping our life, right? Always reshaping our life. And when we have the Word of God as a mirror, that when we look into it, it reflects Christ and brings freedom into our life. When we, when we read the Bible, when we read His Word, it reflects Christ. When we look into it, it reflects Christ. And so that when we look into it, we see that there is like this perfection and that that's what freedom looks like. And it brings freedom into our life. And James 1, to 25, it says, but don't just listen to God's Word. Don't just listen to it. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourself. For if you listen to the Word and don't obey, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, you walk away, and you forget what you look like. I don't do that. I know what this face looks like. I'm proud of this face, right? But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. Full transformation... And freedom requires full transparency on our behalf. Full transformation requires full transparency. We, we, we can't be wanting freedom and to be fully transformed by God, who, by the way, is the only person who can transform us. We can't transform us. Only God can transform us. And we can't just want to be freedom and want to be transformed by God and not give it all over to Him, not be fully transparent with Him. Yeah, true. So I remember as a kid, I had quite a bit of sweet tooth, and that didn't go away. I love sugary items. love them. And, but as a kid, I loved eating cookies, and I remember getting caught a little bit before dinner time, right? Like, I'm just hungry. I'm hungry all the time. 
And, and, and so I'm like, uh, and you know, as kids, like you just like, they don't understand like size. Like when they want something, they just want everything, right? And that's like me, I just want everything. And so I'm just not sneaking one or two. I'm like sneaking the whole jar, right? And, and, and so I remember getting caught a little bit before dinner time. And, and, and my mom would be like, you know, she's like, I put both my hands behind my back, right? Sheepishly, right? I'll be like cookies, like I just want the cookies, you know. <laughs> God wants the best for us. He wants the best for us so that He can transform us into the best version that He has for us. And, and, and so we need to be fully transparent, having both hands in front of ourselves, making sure we're not hiding anything. And saying, God, I'm fully transparent. Transform me into the person that you want me to be. We will find it hard to encounter full freedom that God has for us if we're even holding the smallest thing back from God. Let's not hide the smallest thing back from God. The third thing that I found and I got out of the Scripture was that freedom unlocks potential. Freedom unlocks potential. The more and more, right? In the series of more. Freedom unlocks potential. The more and more. When we're transformed by God, freedom uh, and God's freedom, we aren't just moved forward into our journey. We're not just going forward into our journey uh, with Christ, but we're actually moving upwards, we are increasing. We are going higher into His glory. But I love it what it says. This, this verse says in the NLT version, it says, For the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. We have freedom. Freedom is ours. And we, uh, so all of us who, have the, uh, who had that veil removed can see and reflect the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we're changed into His glorious image. When we're transformed because of the freedom that Jesus has for us, we're not only increasing in our journey, but we are becoming more and more like Jesus. Freedom unlocks more capacity. Freedom unlocks more wisdom. Freedom unlocks more godly knowledge. Freedom unlocks uh, more ability to move in the Holy Spirit. Freedom unlocks us to become more and more like Jesus. Freedom unlocks potential. The more and more. It's good, right? And that, so that's freedom. That's, that's what we get with freedom. And, and, but... I talked about the free from and the free to, but what are we getting free from and free to? What are we getting free from and free to? So I want to I talk about a little bit in Ephesians 4. 
And Paul talks in Ephesians 4 about Christian living. And I love how that when God orchestrated the Bible, when God put it all together, uh, there were these messages written thousands of years later that even today we would still be able to use. That would be still relevant for us to use in our everyday life. And so Paul's talking in Ephesians 4 and Ephesians 4 20 to 31, Paul covers a whole bunch of areas that we need to be transformed from. That we need to be transformed from and to have a total change of person and how we would react or, or the, the way that we would think in that moment. Talk, Paul talks about transformation in your thoughts. He talks about lying or even those little white lies. He talks about anger. He talks about stealing and our speech as well. And so this morning, because we could, man, we spend the whole day like on those scriptures talking about what we can be free from. But this morning, I actually just wanted to touch on one of those things. And it's to touch on uh, the, the dealing with our thoughts. Because thoughts is massive. Thoughts is huge. Ephesians 4.23 in the New Living Translation says, says this, Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on a new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. One thoughts is a massive thing in us and our society in this current day and age. Erwin McManus says in uh, the book, his book, The Way of the Warrior, it says this, According to the Laboratory of Neuroimaging at the University of Southern California, the average human has around 48.6 thoughts per minute. That adds up to almost 70,000 thoughts per day. Meaning, if you're on the lower end of the spectrum, you'll have about one thought every two seconds. If your brain is a bit more compulsive, you may have up to one thought every second. It's huge, right? Huge. We, we all deal with thoughts. We'll, we'll have thoughts. And, you know, I don't, I don't know about you, but, you know, we're all human. And so most of the time, most of the time, thoughts are going to be like, you got to get the milk, 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 got to get the milk. Dang it, I forgot the milk. I got to go get the milk, babe. Right? That's like 10 thoughts, right? <laughs> but if we're human, not all thoughts are going to be singing our praises. Not all thoughts are going to be like, damn, you're looking good today. Like, you, you, you put on a good outfit. Like, if we're human, not all thoughts are going to be good towards us. Yes, there are those thoughts, and yes, there are going to be good thoughts for us as well, but we do have to fight the battle of those negative thoughts. And see, now I'm probably on the lower end of the spectrum. He talked about the lower end of the spectrum, and I'm probably at the lowest end of the spectrum. And, and, and when Christina asks, what are you thinking? I say, not much. And then I usually mean it. Like, I just, like <laughs> what are you thinking? Uh, what's for dinner? Like, 
well, you just finished dinner and you're asking for dinner tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, what's for dinner tomorrow? And I'm like, I love food. Like, man, like, what's for dinner? You know, like, that's a good question, right? You know, and, and, and so I don't, like, I, I, don't, I don't deal a lot with thoughts. Uh, and I know that a lot of people do, but I do understand and I do have, have had to go through my process and I do know what it feels like to have negative thoughts in my life. I do know what, it, what, it, what it's like to have those. And I do know what it feels like when they stay, along, stay around for a long time. Because I don't know how long those 48.6 thoughts stay along for, uh, around for. And so if we want to have freedom in our thoughts, then we need to go through the freedom journey, the process of freedom. So we got there. We finally got there. So what is the process freedom? What is, what is, the, what is the process that we, get, what they go to to get freedom and transformation that God has for us? Because God wants to transform us into something new. He doesn't want us to stay the same. And so I've got like five kind of key points of the, 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 the process of what we go, to, go through. And so there's, for, like for me, this is, I put it to my perspective. So for me, bound in negative thoughts, free from negative thoughts, free to the thoughts of God, transformation of your mind because of the thoughts of God, and then embodiment of the thoughts of God. Walking in freedom and having control of the thoughts that come into our mind. So whatever we're needing free from, well, that we're needing freedom in, we have to remember that it is a process. It is a process. This is a process. And to quote Rachel Hunter from the late 90s ad of Pantene Shampoo, it won't happen overnight, but it will happen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I told Christina I was going to use that. She's like, what's that from? <laughs> She's young. It's all good. It won't happen overnight, but it will happen. See, my negative thoughts that bound my mind was in the area of insecurity. It had a huge on who I was as a child of God. See, I wasn't able to look at someone without going to that place of com comparing myself to that person, whether it was uh, their physical or mental or spiritual attributes. I would always compare myself to them. Comparison was making me feel disqualified and worthless, not just as a human, but as a child of God. And I remember that when the process of transformation and freedom started to happen in that area of, comp of comparison and insecurity. And so this is what my process was. This is what I went through. So firstly, it was God showing up at a church prayer meeting when I was in Auckland at the church I used to go to life. And we're having this prayer meeting and it was in this massive auditorium and we cleared out all the seats and the band was doing worship and it was amazing. And I'm just, I just like, I, this is like probably one of the only moments I have God with that. I just fully clearly remember, right? 
And I just remember just worshiping. And God's like, you know, you've got this comparison. You've got these insecurity issues that we need to sort out. Like, it's a mess. Let's, let's sort this out today. You know, let's start the process and let's, let's figure this out. And, and so uh, I, I was bound by these thoughts. I was bound by these thoughts and they were controlling me. And so then, I, then through the processing this with God over time and acknowledging that these thoughts weren't from God, they weren't from God, the process of being free from these thoughts started to take place. That was a journey. Then it was allowing God to speak the thoughts that He has for me over me over and over again every day, making it a habit to say them over myself and to read them over myself. And this helped me to become free to the new thoughts of God. And then this created, through this it created a new transformed thought pattern that said, I'm a child of God. I'm made in His image. I am created uniquely. I'm created the way that He wanted to create me. It created and transformed a new thought pattern in my life. And then ever since that transformation journey, right? We're on a journey. We're not at an event. We're at a journey taking months, taking months, right? Uh, I had, I've walked in this embodiment of freedom of God thoughts for my life. And this means that when I look at someone, I'm not like, oh man, like I wish I had that. Man, I wish I, wish I had those brains. Man, I just, fi- I just finished my first semester of doing a Bachelor of Theology with a whole bunch of, you know, just, it's just the first semester, guys. Don't get too excited. You know, I still, I'm doing this part-time. I've got like six more years, right? Man, chill out. <laughs> but, no, it's good, it's good. Uh, but... You know, and I'm doing it with a whole bunch of pastors from our church that have been to university. They have done like their own bachelor, their own degrees, their own masters already. I didn't go to university. I, I was asking people how to write an essay, how to do like the fancy things of like bibliography and all that kind of fancy stuff. I didn't know what I was doing. And, and, and so I'm, I'm surrounded with these smart people. And then I get my, my, my grades back. I don't just pass, right? P's a degree. I get credit, right? I get credit, right? I'm so annoyed at myself because I was one point away from getting distinction. Come on. But no, I wasn't like, man... That, that person got 90. That person got like 80. Like, I'm, I'm pumped that I got credit. I'm so excited for myself. And I know now that I can study, that I can actually put something to pen to paper and, 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 and be able to do something, right? But then at the same time, that when I look at that person, I'm just not like, man, I, I wish I had what they had. But I'm like, man, that person's awesome. They've got their own giftings. I'm, I'm pumped for them now. I'm pumped that they can be able to do what they do for God. You know, it's not just about me and what I don't have, but it's about what they have. And, you know, it's just amazing. Freedom, like, just unlocks, right? It unlocks. So I got excited there. Letting God bring freedom into our lives and transforming us means that we're going to let God change us from who we are into something completely different. 
You know, I had the thoughts, the negative thoughts, but God transformed me into new thoughts. It was amazing. And see, it may not be thoughts for you. It may not be thoughts for you, you know. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't deal with thoughts a lot, but this is something that had a hold on my life. But you, it may be something completely different for you. It could be anger. It could be bitterness. And, 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 and so what does that look like? You know, if it's, if it's anger or bitterness, it, it, it may, the, the, the steps may be different. You know, it may be bound by anger and bitterness, bitterness and, you know, being able to acknowledge that and going, hey, God, I just, I, I'm, I'm transparent now. I'm, I, I need help in this. I need freedom in this. You know, being transparent with God and being free from anger, being free from bitterness, yeah. then being free to, being free to joy being free to love, being free to happiness, and then being transformed from being a bitter or angry person to someone who is filled with joy, who, that God's transformed you from this person who was bitter into this person who is just alive with joy coming out of them, and then being the embodiment, walking in joy, being someone who is living, breathing, and the embodiment of joy. Like that's just one example. It's one example. But the thing is that we we have to remember is that freedom is a journey. That there is a process of freedom. All our journeys are different. All of our journeys are different. But the destination is the same. The destination is freedom and transformation and to become more and more like Jesus. You know, we're going to stand out this morning. I hope you got something from that. And I'm going to move into a moment of, yeah, you can stand up. It's okay. I'm not tricking you. Like, that wasn't a trick. Like, it's, it's full real. But I just wanted to have a moment. We've got a little bit of time. But I just wanted to go into a moment of just a little bit of ministry. Just a bit of time with God. And, and, and you know, you can ask to get prayed or you prayed or for, or, or this could just be something between you and God. You know, you'd be amazed that God can actually do something without someone praying for you. Like, that's God. Uh, but this morning, I just wanted to let the Holy Spirit just do His thing. And, and I feel in my spirit that I have just two areas that I want to call out this morning. Firstly, is... The, the thing that I want to call out and for you to, if, if you wanted to respond, then, you know, if you just feel like you just need freedom in something, you're just like, man, I, I know I'm bound in something. I'm acknowledging right now. I'm taking the first step of the process and I'm acknowledging that I'm, I'm bound in something. I just want freedom. I want God to transform my life. And so if that's you and you, you just want freedom, you want to start that journey with God today, then I'm just going to open that. I'm going to open this place for you guys and, and you can come down and we're going to worship you know, very soon. Uh, so if that's you if, you, if you know, if you're just acknowledged and you just want to start that journey of freedom with God, then, then in your own time, you can come down the front and you can, you can do that with God. And then the second thing I want to do is that over the past week, I got this at prayer meeting, even before I even started thinking about this message. 
is that I just felt, and I talked to Pastor Darren, I talked to Pastor Keith about this, but I've been feeling in my spirit that some of you really, really, really do want freedom. You, you want freedom, but there is something holding you back. And I believe it's just that little bit of transparency. And this is being open and this is being honest. There is no condemnation. There is no judgment. This is that we are a family uh, and, and you can do this with God. Uh, but I just really feel that we, some, of us, some of us are just hiding something. That it's, you know, we're, just, we're just hiding it. We're just like, man, like, I, like, I like that, but I want that. Like, I, I, I like that, but I, I want freedom. I know that freedom is for me. I know that God wants me to transform me into a new person, but I just can't let that go. And so I just want to open this area, this altar, this place for you just to be fully transparent with God. And that can look like anything. That can be, if that's on your knees, it can be worship, be whatever you want. But I just, I just want to open this area for you this morning. So before we worship God, God, I pray that you just do something incredible this morning. Holy Spirit, we release you just to do what you do. Do what you do. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. The Spirit of the Lord is in this place. So we declare freedom this morning in your mighty name. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks for joining us for the C3 Victory Podcast. We would love to see you at one of our services. To find out more, visit us online at c3victory.org.au or check us out on Facebook or Instagram.